0: Hello and welcome to The Collapse Experiment. Yes, this is my third video for today, third podcast episode. And if you like the content that I'm doing, please like, and subscribe, and uh, share these videos. Because I try to cover the things that the mainstream media just doesn't seem to have any interest in sharing. So uh, if you'd like this information to get out there, be sure to share it. So, this this article that I found yesterday is from altmarket.us. This is a really cool blog. Uh, I do like their content. I do uh, go over there from time to time to see what they are writing about. This is all their own material. But uh, this article in particular caught my eye. It's called Destruction. Why the leftist movements cannot coexist with people that value freedom. Gee, I I wonder why. This is by Brandon Smith. And uh, let's uh, dive into this, shall we? Okay, so it should be clear to anyone paying attention during this current stage of instability in our modern era that something is very wrong in terms of American society. I'm not talking about ongoing issues of political corruption and economic mismanagement. I mean, I guess he could. I'm talking about something much more dangerous. I'm talking about the systemic derailment of our culture, heritage, principles, history, and moral compass. I'm talking about the vicious devouring of every sinews that hold our civilization together. Yeah, I'm kind of seeing it too. There's a cancer eating away at America, a concerted and organized effort to destabilize. For anyone who's familiar with The Conjuring movies, it's a bit like a demonic invasion. As Ed Warren cautions, the three stages of attack are infestation, oppression, and finally possession. The little demon we are dealing with, though, comes with Antifa patches, rainbow flags, and special pronouns. Not just pronouns special pronouns. This week, I came across a statement by Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene in which she called for a national divorce, the separation of conservative red states and far-left blue states, a parting of ways due to our obvious irreconcilable differences. Leftists within the corporate media, of course, flipped out, accusing Greene of inciting treason and the destruction of the U.S. Now, I do have to agree with the notion of national divorce. This is not the article, this is me talking. However, what I've noticed, even in my own state of Michigan, is that there are the blue regions, which are mostly the southern part of the state except for Traverse City, and then the majority of the land, which is red. And for there to be some type of national divorce... Michigan would try to say, because of the college towns, the highly populated, dense areas like Detroit, Ann Arbor, Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, that, oh, no, no we're a leftist state. I mean, look at our, our dipshit governor, right? But um, then you've got the majority of the land being controlled by people who do not agree with your policies, And that is where the national divorce comes in, where those people in the rural areas who are sick and tired of the BS that's happening in these highly populated areas, that's where the divorce comes in. So I don't think it's state by state. You cannot do state by state. Hell, even Texas has Austin, okay? So um, it's just not going to happen that way. Well, I don't generally put much stock in the Comments of politicians. I think it's important to address this particular sentiment because it echoes the arguments made by liberty movement and the alternative media for years. It's just surprising to hear prominent public figures say what we have been saying for so long. Uh, the frantic upheaval expressed by the political left and the reaction to Green is something I have written about in the past in my article: Separation or purge. <clears throat> Sharing a society with the political left is impossible published in February of last year, I noted the leftists take a communistic approach to civil disagreement. They see the populace as chattel to be managed. I'm thinking that's supposed to be cattle. Chattel to be managed in the name of the greater good of the collective, not not as individuals with the right to the with the right to disassociate from my article, and this is a quote from something he prob published previously, why not carry this process forward to its natural conclusion? Red states break from blue states and red counties break from the blue state uh, control and we live our lives in the way that we see fit. Let the leftists continue with their draconian economic political models. That only works if they're able to oppress people who they don't agree with. Uh, I'm just going to put that out there and see how well that goes for them. I guarantee they will be in financial ruins within a decade, shorter than that. Uh, the list of the most indebted places in the country is dominated by blue states, and they will be begging to return to a union with the red states except for the zealots who would lose influence as they continue to fail. But this, is not, this will not happen peacefully because, again, leftists cannot tolerate free activity. Their OCD will not allow them to be content with living in a collective state of their own. All states must be collectivist before they are satisfied. That's true. I heard this um, put in a very simple way, and it was a leftist will say, I'm vegan, and then push for everybody else to be vegan. A conservative will say, I'm vegan but I'm glad that you have the right to eat meat. Or I choose not to own guns and I don't like guns and I think no one else should have to be able or should be able to buy a gun either. And then the the conservative will say, I choose not to own a weapon, but I respect your right to own one. That's the big difference here. People are property of them, property of the collective and property and people who are property cannot be allowed to make decisions without oversight oh yes i mean this is this is dead on globalism and progressive authoritarianism have been inching forward for a long time in the u.s but only in the past 10 years has the agenda become more obvious to the general public during the covid lockdowns and mandates people finally witnessed the true intentions of the political left which widely supported draconian restrictions and called for brutal punishments for people That refused to comply. A large number of Democrats even supported Chinese-style COVID laws, including taking people's children away and implementing forced internment. We cannot forget that. This is stuff they seriously talked about on TV when it came to the news channels, politicians. Everybody was saying this stuff. Okay. Okay. See here, this is the true face of the political left. There are moderates and issue-focused progressives, but these people tend to keep their mouths shut and go along and go along to get along when it comes to the woke extremists. This is true. Moderates are useless and rarely called out by the gatekeepers on their own side. Only if they're not looking at somebody else to uh, oppress at the moment, they will eat their own I, I will point that out. To understand how we got to this place in our society and why leftist politics are poisonous to the freedom-loving people, we have to understand the concept of deconstruction. It was a globalist found, It was globalist foundations from the 1960s onward that funded and created the social justice left. Uh, this agenda has been going on for decades and is openly admitted in... Bernstein's book, Funding the Future, Philanthropy's Influence on America's Higher Education. Bernstein was the vice president of education at the Ford Foundation and former associate dean of faculty at Princeton. The woke ideology is an artificial edifice of astroturf activism. Their manifestos of critical theory are conjured using Marxist and communist uh, mythology, methodologies and then adapted for American audiences luring in useful idiots as they go. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good at that one. Um, <clears throat> ever see those memes of, like, my daughter before college, my daughter after a year of college, what the bleep happened? Yeah. The real power grab occurred in the late 1980s into the 90s when deconstruction as a weapon for political and social upheaval, was widely introduced into leftist circles. Before then, deconstruction derived from the work of the philosopher Jacques Derrida. Derrida, Derrida, Derrida. That's that's a name I've heard before. Uh, was often thought of as a mind game, a way of questioning long-held standards that acted as a basis for critical thinking or philosophy. In the 1990s, it became something else. Derrida's ideas to question binary notions and philosophy, but globalists and leftists expanded it expanded it as a concept for questioning everything. Not just questioning, but engaging in activist hostilities against the foundations of civilization. Leftists see structuralism, order as a target, and they hate anyone seeking to order society around rules, definitions, and principles that rely on discrimination of certain behaviors. But What is funny here is it says that they, um, they hate anyone seeking to order society around rules, but yet they have their rules. You have to use our pronouns. You have to do this. You cannot do that. So they have their set of rules. It's your rules and society's rules in general that they don't like. Definitions. Oh, they they don't like definitions because they're always constantly trying to redefine stuff. Racism, for example. I'm sorry, but when you put racism in the definition for racism, uh, that's not a definition. So you done messed up there. And principles that rely on discrimination of certain behaviors. Yeah, certain behaviors. When when are these people going to start uh, sticking up for the uh, <clears throat> the the uh, what do they call? What would YouTube be fine with the child loving people? There's usually a horrible term for that that I probably can't say on here. Yeah, when are they going to start sticking up for that? Because uh, as of right now, there's discrimination of certain behaviors. And for some reason they keep pushing this one. It keeps coming and going, but uh, eventually this is going to be the horse that they um, get beaten to death with. For leftists, all traditional rules and protections must be sabotaged and all adherent behaviors must eventually become acceptable, accepted as normal. This is what I was just saying. They believe that in this way society can be homogenized into a utopian world of perfect equality, it says equity. Discrimination of anything except traditional principles is considered by them to be taboo. Traditional principles. Define traditional principles because that's pretty much what you're trying to destroy here. Because if people are allowed to discriminate, then that allows them to separate. And if people are allowed to separate, then collectivism of thought can never be achieved, the hive mind requires total conformity. The purpose of deconstruction is to pick away at the fundamental systems and definitions and attempt to show them to be inherently flawed, problematic, or absurd. Usually the method relies on abstraction, appeal to emotion, and subjective experience other than true analysis. In fact, critical analysis is considered the enemy of social justice because it places facts and evidence above subjective experience and mere feelings. Yeah. Emotional and self-absorbed people are easy to control. Critical people that value reason are harder to control. For leftists to, prevent, to prevail, they must destroy critical thought and encourage reactionary emotion as the norm in society. And if that doesn't work, radical leftist argument argue that they that burning primary systems to the ground by force is preferred. Didn't we see that in 2020? Remember all the statues being taken down? I'm sorry, but you, you morons over in the UK, you know that you'd be speaking German right now if it wasn't for Churchill, right? Is, is that what you would prefer? The end game for them is not necessarily to be right. The end game is to win. Exactly. It's it, I've heard it put in the way that uh, you're playing Monopoly, and the other people keep winning because they're cheating, and you can't call them out for cheating because they're just making up their own rules as they go along. They don't follow the rules. They're playing it how they want to play it, and, um, yeah, it's... This isn't working. The deconstruction mindset views nothing as sacred, and this includes moral compass. While arguing from a position of moral superiority, the political left will often rationalize highly immoral practices. For example, this is why we now see aggressive attempts by leftists to normalize the indoctrination of very young children into, yes, trans-activism. This is why we are seeing hundreds of gender affirming clinics with procedures for children springing up all over the country. This is why we are seeing numerous sexualized drag shows for kids. Why highly sexualized reading materials are being planted in school libraries. I'm not one for burning books. However, (laughs) this is why some leftists in the media are promoting those, the child lovers as a victim status group rather than aberrant criminals that need to be weeded out of the society. I am pro-wood chipper. I'm just going to put that out there now. Innocent children are fair game for them because the ends justify the means. Brainwashing, denigrating the next generation is the fastest path to their utopia. I don't want to be in their utopia. They can shove their utopia right up there. This is the inevitable progression of the deconstruction ideology. Morality is a binary base, is a binary based on what is right and what is wrong. It is the most vital binary for human survival, and without it, our species will self-destruct. But this seems to be exactly what leftist and globalist puppeteers behind them want. They see traditional morality as a re, uh, restrictri- restrictive, restrictive an oppressive dynamic, another binary that must be eliminated. Thus, they pursue... Thus, they propose moral relativism relativism instead, the idea that conscience is merely a product of social conditioning, and that right and wrong, truth and lies, good and evil, are based on personal preferences. Mm, I've heard some arguments on this. I mean, we cannot for the most part, people can agree that, you know, um, uh, deleting somebody from society just because you don't like them is kind of a bad thing. Uh, I understand that there are still tribes out there that engage in cannibalism and they're going to have like their own little moral, uh, <clears throat> code when it comes to that. They tend to not eat people of their own tribe. Uh, however, um, There, there are some universal beliefs and religion was really good at kind of putting a lot of this out there. Um, you kind of weave a few things together and you you can, uh, based on personal preferences. So they're pro serial killer now. Is that what's happening? Is that why the Jeffrey Dahmer series was so great on, uh, Netflix? It is ironically the recipe for ultimate evil. It is the philosophy of pure chaos. When individual conscience uh, becomes the enemy of society because it is considered an act of discrimination, then only evil can prevail. Uh, The concept of national separation, when taken in context of a bigger ideological picture, makes perfect sense. Leftists obsess over power. They obsess over collective acceptance, even if obtained by force. They obsess over those that disagree with them. People who respect the foundations of individual liberty and the wisdom of reason cannot coexist with the political left. Eventually, the leftists will try to destroy them, or they will have to succeed. It's inevitable. Uh, this goes on... Actually, you know, we're almost done here. I might as well just finish this. Now we're going on 20 minutes, but uh, there's three paragraphs left. I have called for separation and relocation many times over the years, as... The only peaceful means for dealing with the problem of complete moral and political division. It's the only way the conservatives and freedom-minded people can exit our association with the leftists without bloodshed. That said, I fully realize that leftist globalists will never allow this to happen. If people are allowed to leave, then the leftists lose. The only way they can win is to eliminate, deconstruct every alternative social structure. They will froth and rage over separation and call for war. This is true. In fact, one of the first things that they accused Marjorie Taylor Greene of doing was inciting civil war. She never argued in favor of this. They insinuated it as if to say, try to walk away from us and we'll delete you. That's not the word, but you get the point. At this stage... I'm ready to say, let them try, and let's get this over with. (laughs) Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with this. Um, Yeah, there's, you know, if if they try to take that path, there's, there's no winning, right? I mean, they have, what, the John Brown Gun Club? Like, what, where does this go for them other than back to the university where, you know, they, uh, they just scream about their ideas and, and hope that people listen. At this stage, I'm ready to say let them try and let's get this over with. There can be no diplomacy or reconciliation with groups that value leftist cultism and deconstruction ideology. The deepest intent of deconstruction is to poison the culture well. The dream of leftists is to blow up the world because they see that our current civilization as oppressive to their narcissism. At the same time, globalists exploit that narcissism and use the left as a battering and ram to wreak havoc. Through chaos, they hope to erect a new world order in which all values, all principles, and all morals are dead and psychopathy becomes normal. One cannot reason with a monster. One can only erase that monster from existence. Ooh, uh, harsh words at the end there. But um, overall, I uh, agree with what this article is uh, talking about. And I feel like this kind of ties into what um, Scott Adams was saying the other day. I know that he's getting, been getting a, a bunch of crap. I've been getting a bunch of crap about it. Cause I did a video saying that Scott Adams is right. I'm sorry. Um, it, it's weird that he came to the conclusion that he did based on a, uh, a poll that he found online. And the question was, um, they asked, I believe it was a thousand black people, uh, if the phrase, it's okay to be right, if they agree with that. And almost half of them said that they either didn't agree with it or um, they were indifferent to it, which is kind of the same thing, right? So I believe it was 46%. I know in my video I said 54 whoop it's still about half either way so um anyways you've got this large portion of this this group granted it's a small survey but um having this ideology saying that it's not okay to be white and um yeah and scott adams was saying like he's he's done trying to help um in in his mind he was like you know white people should just Move, um, go be somewhere else where you can, I don't know, feel safe, uh, appreciated. Uh, That's exactly what I did back in 2020. Uh, I lived in the ghetto for 14 years in Kalamazoo. Uh, anybody familiar with the area, Hayes Park, Southside, uh, any crime you can think of, I probably witnessed, and um, granted it's, it's not even a majority black neighborhood, but I will attest that the majority of the crimes that were happening, sorry, but it's true. This is what I saw. And, um, ever since I moved, I haven't regretted it. So, um, Scott Adams is right from, from my own personal experience. He is dead on with that. Um, I'm going to leave all the social justice, uh, liberal left ideology. We need to help people, blah, blah, blah. The single middle-aged white women who are into this kind of stuff, they can have it and they can call me racist as much as they want, but I don't have to deal with, I don't know, (sighs) drive-by shootings, stabbings, people selling crack in front of my house, people throwing crack into my backyard because they're running from the cops. People almost driving their cars into my house because they're trying to get away from somebody who's shooting at them. The list goes on and on. And this is all just stuff that I I personally saw. And that's only a small snippet of the list of things that I dealt with living in that neighborhood. So, Scott Adams is right. I'm sorry. Not sorry. No, he's he's dead on. Uh, he came to his conclusions differently than I did. But, um... He didn't say anything wrong. So, uh, and here's the thing. Um, the reason he started speaking up a few years ago and doing these videos on YouTube is because as he put it, he has fu money. He still has that. He loses. The majority of his money is not from the comic strips. So all these newspapers are like, we can't have this racist guy. Dilbert's bad. Um, you're not hurting him. He's what, in his mid-60s now? He's worth tens of millions of dollars? You're not hurting him. He's going to continue going online and saying what he has to say, and you can't stop him. So, good luck with that, and good job on canceling some dude for being right. Oh, my next my next live feed coming up here soon uh, is going to be about a lot of people being right, they're now admitting it. I want some freaking apologies. Keep on typing.